Welcome to Appalachian Outdoorosity, where we encourage you to get outside and keep going outside. Here we will share App State stories that entertain, inspire, and inform listeners about living an active outdoor lifestyle. Each episode features a story with the goal to get you outside and keep you going outside to improve your overall wellness. This podcast is presented by the Hope Lab, where our purpose is to investigate the role of outdoor physical activity, exercise, and play on health, the environment, and human development. The vision of the Hope Lab is to continue developing a foundation for promoting and supporting outdoor physical activity, exercise, and play through interdisciplinary research. Feel free to check us out at hopelab.appstate.edu. Hi, my name is Joy James. I'm a professor of recreation management at App State, and I love getting outside. I'm your host for the Appalachian Outdoorosity podcast today. On today's episode, team member Dr. Becky Batista, a professor in exercise science, interviews a 2023 App State alumni, Kennedy Williams. Kennedy tells us about her adventures in the outdoors and how she took a few chances and stepped outside her comfort zone, got a job with UREX Outdoor Programs, and found nature and the outdoors to be a big part of her experience at App State. Today's episode is brought to you by the Hope Lab. One of the goals of the Hope Lab is to find ways to get people outside. Going out with a group on a hike is one way to gain skills and connect with others. Finding someone who's more experienced in the activity is often helpful as it begins to let you learn from them. Regardless of what activity you choose to do outside, just being outside can provide many benefits. Visit hopelab.appstate.edu to learn more about the benefits of being outside. Welcome to our Outdoorosity podcast. So I am Becky Batista. Kennedy, we'd like to welcome you. This is Kennedy Williams, and she's here to talk to us about her experiences in the outdoors. So first, Kennedy, introduce yourself. Tell us why you chose App State and what your favorite outdoor activity might be. Well, I want to firstly start with thank you for inviting me to the podcast. I'm a senior here at Appalachian State University, studying exercise science and chemistry. I'm from Raleigh, North Carolina, originally. Um, and what inspired me to come to Boone, to Appalachian specifically, was my scholarship. Initially, Appalachian State was at the bottom of my list because I was unfamiliar with the area. I didn't know what the area consisted of, and it was very rural compared to what I was used to. So I would say my scholarship is what reeled me in, and the scenery is what kept me here. So what are some things that you have enjoyed or after your freshman year, what made you want to stay? Well, I realized that there's a different culture around Appalachian as a whole, and something that I've never seen before prior to coming to App. So I really fell in love with the community, the individuals that I met, and the uniqueness that a lot of them had. I use it as a learning experience because, you know, the world is so vast. And I just wanted to venture out from what I was used to seeing. Tell us your favorite outdoor activity. I would say right now, Something that was really relaxing that I got to do over the summer was I got introduced to paddleboarding. Paddleboarding is really fun. Even though I haven't gotten to the level where I can stand up on the paddleboard yet, still just, <laughs> yeah, paddleboarding on my knees was pretty relaxing. I felt very empowered. I just felt like I was floating and the rest of the world around me was non-existent. It was just me in the water and that's it. <laughs> yeah. Have you paddleboarded around here, around Boone at all? Not around Boone, actually. It was an outdoor activity 
but I did it indoors, but I can't wait to take that skill and the opportunity outdoors and it'll be so much better. I can only imagine. That's awesome. How did you first get interested in the outdoors? Well, I've always been interested in the outdoors. Even as a kid, I would ask my parents if we could go camping and if we could go hiking and they weren't into those things. You know, doing paddle boats and going for boat rides, that was fine. But the hiking and the camping was a (laughs) no-no. So I've always wanted to do those things, but I never had a group of people to do it with up until coming to college. So, And how did you find the group of people here? What did you do that sparked a friendship or a group that you could go on an outing with? Well, it started with Souls being an orientation leader, our bonding events required us to spend time with each other. And what better way to do that than to go on a hike or spend a night out having a bonfire. So that was when I was first introduced to different trails around Boone. And that was my first experience of doing a real hike, not just like a backyard, I'm hiking in the woods type of hike. It was a real hike on a mountain and it was liberating. Are there any kind of memorable hikes that you went on or what's kind of your most memorable hike? Yes. So my first time going to Limbal Gorge, I don't know which trail it was, but I've never seen views like that in my life (laughs) because, well, actually having the ability to climb to see those views now on a plane, that's different, but using your own body to climb a mountain and to see all of the scenery around you, it was just I don't know. It was mesmerizing. I've never seen views like that before from hiking. Yeah. Was it fall, spring? Was there a, cause you know, it changes. It was during the summertime. So beautiful. I'm sure weather was Very great. Beautiful. Yeah. <laughs> just kind of a perfect day. Would you ever go on a hike by yourself or are you more interested in just doing things as a group of friends? I would say that it depends on what type of hike. Um, something very simple and easy to to navigate, I would go alone. No problem. However, if it's something more complicated and more risky, then I would definitely go with a group because I don't trust myself enough to go on a major hike by myself just in case anything happens. You know, certain people who are more experienced may know what dangers to look out for. I'm I, I would just freely roam and hike and think that everything's okay, knowing that there may be a few dangers, but you know, that's how I'd handle that. So you talked about the soul group that got you into going on hikes. Was there a leader? Or was there somebody that kind of helped you feel comfortable doing this, these hikes that you now progressed into feeling pretty comfortable in climbing and a pretty good trail at Linville? There wasn't one specific individual. I would say just having that group as a whole and everyone encouraging each other to keep going was really nice. Also, just having a mix of people with different skill sets. As an exercise scientist, I always think about the technical aspects of a trail, like the physical activity part of hiking a trail. And, you know, you're going uphill and then downhill and you're climbing Mm -hmm. everything. So there's a lot of great physical activity that you get within that. But then you also get tired and hungry. So are there any kind of snacks or other items that you tend to be like, I always have to have this when I go for a hike? Oh, yes. So I always bring my mini backpack. Inside my mini backpack, I bring band-aids. I bring some type of bandana just in case. I also bring my personal care pack, which is really small, but has the essentials for emergencies. 
And I would say water for sure, a 40 ounce water bottle and sometimes another water bottle along with that. And then I also bring granola bars and little cheese, little string cheeses and um, a sandwich. That's it. That's all that I typically bring. Yeah, I think everybody always has that one food that they always tend to bring. And I think as you become a, a more avid hiker, you start bringing things like you talked about, an emergency kit, band-aids mm-hmm. for blisters and bandana in case it gets hot. Because even though you're in the mountains, it can still get warm and, mm-hmm. and hot. So that's awesome. I like that. How do you think you became comfortable in the outdoors? What is it about it that that you're like, I really enjoy being outside? I feel at peace when I'm outside. I feel like my body just feels a lot more relaxed as if tension that I was carrying while I'm inside. I really feel like a there's weight lifted off of my shoulder if I'm stressed and inside of my room and I go outside just for a few minutes and breathe in some fresh air and just sit with nature. I feel I feel like all that stuff is released for the moment and I'm relaxed and I'm just enjoying the sounds around me and appreciating I tend to reflect on life when I sit outside and look at all the life around me, whether it's, you know, a human being or plants that are growing the grass. I acknowledge all of those things. So, yeah. And do you feel you need to go like deep in the woods to get that? Or can you just go sit at like Sanford Mall or or out at the Greenway and when you're over at Levine Hall? Definitely not just in the woods. I try to find appreciation to every aspect of nature, whether it's just a small courtyard or whether I'm on a hiking trail or even outside of my workplace or any academic building. I just try to appreciate every aspect of nature. You know, over here at Levine Hall, we're right next to the Greenway. And so for me, I'm the same as you. Like I like those little breaks of my Mm -hmm. day where I just have to get outside and just to do the short little loop around the Greenway right by Levine Hall. Mm-hmm. Then I feel like I can breathe and I can come back to work and get a lot more stuff done. So I think, um, you know, you bring up a really good point about the importance of even five minutes outside can mm-hmm. really calm your nerves, bring you back to, all right, now I can refocus and I can get on with my day. So I think definitely that's important. When listening to Kennedy, it's clear how she grew to enjoy and appreciate her outdoor experiences while a student at App State. While the outdoors is not what brought her to App State, the campus and the surrounding area certainly added to her overall experience. I appreciate how she had very little experiences in the outdoors, but was willing to engage in a few activities that were outside her comfort zone, like hiking and paddleboarding. Research supports what Kennedy discussed about how just being outside can bring peace and calmness, and that outside does not always have to mean being in the middle of the woods. It can be wherever you want it to be, including a short walk outside or just on the greenway. Any amount of time you can spend outside can help your overall mood. In fact, a 2021 review indicated positive associations between being in nature and improved mental and physical health. Faculty and students associated with the Hope Lab are also active in investigating the links between nature and outdoors on overall health. Additionally, App State is a member of the College Nature Rx Network, which is a coalition of campuses dedicated to promoting engagement in nature to improve and support mental and physical health. Let's get back to the interview with Kennedy to see what other adventures she engaged in while being a student at App State. So now here's another hard question for you. So think about an outdoor experience that might have influenced you. So I'm going to go back to the the Linville Gorge experience because 
I I never sat I've never sat on the edge of a rock before um that high <laughs> uh so it just it was something about the thrill and knowing the danger of that but also knowing my boundaries knowing my limits and knowing my level of expertise on what I could and couldn't do but I I don't know I just felt so empowered by sitting on the edge of that rock and ever since then every time I go in, on a hike if there's a rock or if there's like somewhere where I can hang or like my let my legs hang I'll take a picture there rough ridge is kind of an easier one I did one there and there's also another one I'm not sure it's trash can falls which isn't a, a big hike but it was still really pretty it's very small very simple but there were so many different areas where you could take really nice pictures there's this what's it called it's like a not a lagoon but a little pool where the water flows into it and a lot of people jump in there, jump in the pool and swim around. And I, I just, it was different. I I think it's very beautiful. Do you have a favorite season up here? Summer. Definitely summer. The Boone yeah. summers are unforgettable. <laughs> yeah, it really is quite breathtaking up here. I like the fall and the change of the colors. And I love spring when the rhododendrons bloom. But summer is pretty spectacular. Yeah, I would say uh, previously I've. I was trying to find different ways to to stay in Boone. Stay in Boone for the summer. I found the research that I did over the summer and also working at UREC, um, which also influenced me to uh, learn more about outdoor programs and what all is out there. I didn't know what paddle boarding was before outdoor programs. So, yeah. <laughs> so tell me, what is it that, what do you do at UREC? What's your position? I'm just a climbing wall supervisor. So I supervise individuals that want to come in and learn about climbing or individuals that know how to climb and just want to climb for fun or whether it's bouldering or top rope. What is your favorite? What do you like to do? Top rope, boulder? Definitely top rope. I'm not the best at bouldering. (laughs) I feel like I'm going to crush my fingers every time I try bouldering. It takes a lot of upper body strength. Did somebody kind of encourage you? How did you get the position at UREC on the climbing wall? It was through a job fair, um, an outdoor programs job fair, I think, or a UREC job fair, some one or the other. And it, you just were drawn to working on the climbing wall, even having never climbed before? Yeah, I, I thought it was pretty interesting. I wanted something adventurous. I knew that, you know, I was going to be in a lab most of my days. So I needed something exciting, which was the climbing wall. That's very exciting. I'm thinking about like words of wisdom for somebody that has never climbed before. And it can be kind of intimidating when you walk into the climbing wall and you see all these people climbing and and it's not an easy task. Like I've climbed Mm -hmm. before and it's hard. So what would you tell somebody that has never been to the climbing wall that it's like, I kind of think that would be interesting. Um, What advice would you give them? I would simply tell them to step out of their comfort zone because you never know what you may like until you try it. I didn't realize that I liked climbing until I tried it. My first time, I struggled my freshman year. And I feel like we have a really good relationship at the climbing wall. During practice and during training, my colleagues and supervisors were very encouraging. And they wanted to see you grow at UREC. They wanted to see you grow in your skill set And I thought that that was really encouraging. So I would say for anyone who's trying to learn how to climb or is wondering what it's like, just go for it. 
don't think about it too much. Just go for it. Yeah, I agree. That's, I think that's a great statement. I was opposite of you. So I also have climbed, but I started on a rock wall. Like I was literally in Colorado, (laughs) my first climbing experience. And then in Colorado. Yes. Yes. I know. I know. It was the same thing where it was, I was definitely very scared. They put us all on a very easy climb first to kind of build Mm -hmm. your confidence. And then after that, each day we kind of went to harder and harder climbs. And and Mm -hmm. I, then I fell in love with it. And then I moved here and I, I went to the climbing wall and I was like, Oh, it's so different. It's just so it's completely different and similar, but different. And I was like, Ooh, kind of like being on the rock a little bit more, but sometimes you just can't have access to that and the equipment. There's a lot of stuff to it, but I just loved it too. I mean, it's, it's thrilling and Mm -hmm. it's scary, (laughs) but at the end of it, when you get down, you're like, Oh my gosh, I can't believe I did that. What's one thing that you like the most about outdoor climbing over indoor climbing? What's something that just grasps your attention a little bit more? I think it's the scenery. Like I just remember climbing in Colorado. And even though we weren't really like that high up, you looked out and there was a ledge and you could see all the way down to the bottom. And and you're like, I can't believe I'm really this high up. Like Mm -hmm. that was, it was just the beauty of it that you can't replicate in a climbing wall. I can only imagine. That's so, that's so awesome. It was fun. I climbed in on Lake Superior. There's a big oh, rock wow. surface too. And that was the first time that we actually belayed down. So you mm-hmm. climb down, like you belay down and then climb back up and there you're climbing down, like you're belaying down and there's the lake right there. And uh-huh. then you've got to climb back up. So that was a very strange experience, but I've never thought of climbing that way. You belay yeah. first or you go down first and then yeah. you climb back yeah. up. Yeah which I was petrified, but I was actually with a group of students. So they were um, freshmen that were going to be freshmen at our university. And, and we took them on this adventure and I had to show them how to do it. So, and then they all did it and it was great. Um, It was a great sense of accomplishment. So like, that's what climbing can do for you. It's like, I just did that. I can't believe I just did that. So it's really fun. I bet, I bet the students that did that, they have that story to tell for the rest of their lives. Yeah, we did. We climbed, we kayaked, and we hiked. It was a fun little adventure. Kind of got me hooked into being outside a lot, which now that I live here, you can be outside all the time doing whatever it is that you want to do. So, oh, yeah. It was my first experience with having a professor that taught outside. The biology professors tend to teach outside at times whenever there is a specific lesson that we're learning. And I think that's pretty cool and unique about what's unique about our university is that it's really beautiful outside. So there's a lot of biodiversity. It opens up opportunities for learning in different areas. So I think that's pretty cool as well. Yeah. There's a lot of research that occurs just on campus, like literally in the Creek and on the leaves. Like it's kind of fascinating. I agree. Mm -hmm. Okay. So I'm going to throw some questions at you, Kennedy, that are, we ask kind of all of our participants. And so these are the dirt on getting outside. And so the first question is, what is your biggest fear? My biggest fear, let's see. I would say I have, I have several. And my first would be falling off of a mountain or falling off of a cliff, <laughs> potentially. Um, getting attacked by something and not knowing what to do or how to respond immediately. 
I think that's it. Those are my only two. <laughs> yeah, those those are pretty good fears. I would be right there with you with the getting attacked by something as my friends and co-hosts would definitely say my fear is being attacked by a bear. Oh. Second question for you is, do you have a most embarrassing outdoor moment? Let's see. I'm sure I do. <laughs> um, Actually, yes. During one of the hikes, I don't remember exactly which one it was, but I remember just tagging along. It wasn't planned. It was just at the spur of the moment. We're going to go hike. I decided, I thought it was a good idea to go hiking in Birkenstocks <laughs> and um, the rocks were very slippery and, you know, going up the mountain, it wasn't a breeze, but it wasn't as bad as going down. So I stumbled upon um, some slippery rocks and I fell on my bottom and scraped my, my arm, my knees and I cracked my phone really bad. It was pretty embarrassing. It's not the worst. I guess I could share another one. Sure. So I tried jet skiing for the first time over the summer. <laughs> and I thought it was a breeze. I, I was excited. I hopped on, was very confident. And the moment that the lifeguard told me that I had to go past a certain line, I couldn't stay close to shore. I started freaking out. I just sat there in the water as the waves went by and I just, I sat there and I contemplated on whether I was going to just sit there in the water or go back to shore or what was going to happen. But I knew that it was going to end with me getting back to shore safely or me falling into the water. But (laughs) I just, I embarrassed myself because I was screaming and I was crying and the lifeguard, he had a few choice of words because he was fed up with me at that point. So that was really embarrassing. Um, yeah. It's hard. It's challenging. You get kind of shocked at certain things and then you're like, no, I don't, I'm not really sure I know what to do. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I totally understand. I think we all have some embarrassing moments in the outdoors. So you've talked to us before about things that you always bring in your pack. If you had one piece of outdoor gear equipment that you could, you always have, what is that one piece that you'll never go outside without? I would say a blade because you know, you can potentially start a fire with a blade and you can also cut things with a blade. So (laughs) I would definitely invest in one of those. Yeah. Good. And then what is your favorite local spot? What's your go-to place? Hmm. That's a good question. This is going to sound very basic, but I enjoy going to Panera Bread. I don't know why. I just love Panera Bread. There's a little fireplace in there and, um, I study in a little corner sometimes where I'll enjoy a baguette, a whole one sometimes I have. Don't tell anyone. (laughs) But yeah, that's my favorite place. Okay. Now, Kennedy, really appreciate you joining us. Um, This has been great. You've got some, some really good stories and experiences and things that I think other students and faculty staff can, can really think about in terms of just figuring it out or just trying it whatever it is, any opportunity that comes your way, go for it. Step out of your comfort zone, learn a new skill or two, and don't be afraid. Don't limit yourself. I mean, that's the biggest thing is you just got to take that first step. And I want to thank you for having me on your podcast again. 
As we wrap up the interview, we want to share some resources for you. Check out this episode's notes page for research from the Hope Lab about the effects of being in nature and being active outside, as well as resources on App State's outdoor programs, hiking trails, and other topics from our conversation with Kennedy. We want to thank Kennedy for her insights, stories, and advice, which include not wearing Birkenstocks on a hike. (laughs) That's a good one. Appalachian Outdoorosity was created by Melissa Weddle, Becky Batista, and Joy James. We want to thank our producer, Dave Blanks, from University Communications. We leave you with the following quote by John Asraf. A comfort zone is a beautiful place, but nothing ever grows there. <laughs>